Welcome to the Five Degrees to Your Future podcast. Shift your course, transform your life, do more of what you love with Dr. Kathy Hunter. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Kathy Hunter with the Five Degrees to Your Future podcast. And I have an exceptionally amazing, wonderful guest today because she happens to be my best friend. And her name to me is Chrissy Kay. But to all of you, until you get to know her, her name is Christine Kupcha. And she has lovingly jumped on here because she is three hours away in Vermont, soon to not be, but we'll get into that. And we are going to talk today about the anxiety of change. And I know in this podcast, we've been talking about all the small shifts and all the little things that you can do and being consistent to get to your dreams and goals. Well, not only is she professionally able to talk about these things, she's actually living it herself. So without further ado, I will introduce to you Christine Kupcha. She is a licensed clinical mental health counselor. She's currently working on her PhD in advanced studies in human behavior. She's actually studied me. For the past 12 years, she worked with adults who've had severe and persistent mental illness in the community and most recently in a secure facility. So she comes with lots of creds behind it. So everybody, let's give a warm welcome for Christine Kupcha. Hello, Christine. Hello, Kathy Hunter, Dr. Hunter. It's so great to be here. Thank Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for coming on with me today. I'm so excited for you to share just even a little bit of your knowledge and your experience because you have helped so many people in the community where you are. And also you've helped me along the way, not just being friends, but, but being an advisor. And I really, I really have learned a lot from you. So we are talking about the anxiety of change because, you know, sometimes it's hard enough just to make the change and do the small steps necessary to be able to go after our dreams. But there's a whole backstory. The backstory is the anxiety about actually making the shifts. And a lot of times that can actually stop you dead in your tracks and you don't do it because you have the anxiety about doing those shifts. So let's talk about that. What does that mean to you, Christine? So Kathy, it's so weird to hear you call me Christine. Um, So yeah, we all think about all the things that we want to change. What do we want to do? And when you start to think about those changes that you want to make, there's a level of anxiety you feel about, wow, like how is my, what's my day going to look like? Just, there's a lot of anxiety around the change. And so when you first asked me to come onto this podcast and knowing that it was the five degrees and the small shifts, I started to think about, well, all these changes that I'm making in my life, how do I do that? And how do I not have anxiety about them? How do I, how do I conquer that? How do I get over that? I mean, we all have levels of anxiety, you know, about change, some more than others. Um, So how do you get over that? Yes, I have a lot of professional knowledge and experience with that. But then I think about how did I do that for myself? Because basically, that's, I would imagine what a lot of your listeners are wondering, like, I just want to, I'm just a regular person. And how can I do this? Um, So for me, thinking about change is thinking about the change as if it's already happened. 
So for me, um, daily, I think about what I would like to do as if I've already done it. Um, and I'll have to credit my daughter with that because she was the one, she journals every day and she'd be like, mom, this really, you have to journal, this is great. Like thinking about things as if they've already happened. Like for me, it's, I've already completed my PhD even though I still have another year to go. Um, you know, and just whatever that will be. Okay, I weigh, I'm gonna lose, I've, I've lost 20 pounds. Not that I'm gonna lose them, I've already lost them or I'm gonna make $100,000 a year or I make $100,000 a year. So it's like that little shift and that really reprograms your brain to think, okay, so it's not like what you're doing isn't so anxiety provoking. It's not so paralyzing when you think about it as if you've already done it. Because most of us know that when you're super nervous about something, a job interview, you know, first day of work, whatever it is, when it's done, you're like, oh, that was fine, you know? And so if you, tr if you start to think about things as if you've already accomplished them, you're, you kind of decrease that anxiety and then it makes it easier to think about, okay, so what is it that I really, what are the small shifts that I need to make to get to that big thing? And that so is wonderful. It, yes. And, and that is such a huge, dare I say, first step, because literally it, it's in a way visualizing creative visualization. And you're, like you said, you're program programming your mind. And what's interesting, you know, both of us, both of us have done a lot of reading on the mind and, and the brain and all that good scientific stuff. But what's interesting is that the brain only knows what you give it, whether it be you're looking at it, you know, physically looking at it, or you tell it it, or you project those images in your brain. And I can attest everybody out there, uh, definitely, and we're going to get into it, the changes that she has done in her own life uh, leading up to, we'll talk about Monday, um, they started with her and I talking. And it's very interesting because we talk on an app called Marco Polo. And if you don't know what it is, it's good and bad because it's kind of addicting, but it's basically like talking to someone, they can watch you live and it's free for the most part. And it's a daily way to keep in touch and just kind of talk about your life. Sometimes it's very mundane, whatever, but specifically with Christine, she has been talking about her PhD, her wanting a different switch to her career, career, her wanting to go to a different state for a long time. And guess what? She's doing all of it now. And it started with her telling herself it's already happened. And, and it's such a huge, powerful first step, I believe. And as she is saying, for any goal um, to go forward, wouldn't you agree? I would totally agree with that. I, I it's, it's, I, I want to say it's probably 95% mental, like it really to make if anybody who has faced a difficult challenge, something they want to change in their life. And, you know, I know you and I share the divorce track, like trying to come to that realization, like, okay, I've got to get, I've, I need to get divorced for whatever reason. Okay. So you come to that realization, but it's like, get, how do you get to the next step? And it really is, it's a mental thing. Anybody who has done anything that, you know, has been a challenge, I, I believe that they would say that once your mind is set, you do it. Right, right. Uh, the, the old adage, 
you can put your mind to anything and you can do it. Right. And wouldn't you say too, with what you're talking about with the anxiety that comes with change, because analysis paralysis by analysis, right? You could think about stuff and why they're not going to work and, and you never get off the couch. Right. But if you see it in your mind first and you start to go, no, it's done. Like I, I see myself already, like you said, losing weight. I see myself already with my PhD. It helps to minimize some of that anxiety, right? Yep. I agree totally because you, like you said it exactly. You can talk yourself out of anything. The negative always, always overtakes the positive for sure. It is definitely harder to be a positive person until you are. I believe that once you get there and you, and it takes a long time. I mean, you and I were, you know, in our fifties. So it's, it's not like this, you know, I was this way in my twenties. I mean, it's, it takes a long time to get to that. You're always positive and it's, you know, you have your negative moments, but yeah, when you're a negative mind can talk you out of anything. So if you can put a positive spin on the small, on the changes that you want to make, um, and it sounds super easy, but it's so not like it's, it's easy. And if you think about it, the concept of it, sure. But how do you, you have to, it's, it's harder to get your mind there. And so if you start off by saying I'm already there, And I, this is something that, you know, I've always done throughout my whole life. I, you know, I was a teacher in my previous life and it was like, well, where do I want to be at the end of the year? What's the goal? And then I would be like, well, we're already there. So now I can just back it up and figure out, you know, it's like small little steps to get there. It's like the PhD. I want to have my PhD. How do I do that? Well, I've got to, I've got to apply. I've got to do my FAFSA to get, see if I can get student aid. And, And it's all these little shifts but I am already thinking like, I've got, you know, I'm done. I've got this. It's done. And so it, it made it less scary. It made it, it was just like, okay, here we are. And, and okay. So here's my first class and okay. And now I'm, you know, two plus years in and I'm like, wow, you know, I'm starting to write my dissertation and it's very exciting, but it's, and I, I talk to you a lot about it. It's always like, wow, I can't believe I'm here. And you're like, why? Because you've been talking about it the whole time. You know what I mean? So it's like, I've been there, you know, I've been, right. so it's very, it's, I think that that's it. And and you said it perfectly where a negative, you can talk yourself out of anything. Right. And with that negativity, that also just keeps the anxiety going. Absolutely. Yeah. So the more negative you are, you're just feeding more into that anxiety and you're really not getting off the couch, (laughs) you know, and, and it's in a way, uh, the allow yourself to dream, but it's not just a dream. You're allowing yourself as if it is done. And that's so incredibly powerful, right? Okay. So this is, this is definitely an insider's thing because Christine and I have been friends since how old were we? 14 when we met? It was seventh grade. Yeah. And I'm going to say it, Mr. Dolan's 13, Mr. Dolan's instrumental class, (laughs) Kathy played the trumpet and I played the flute. And that is where I met Kathy for the very first time. Uh, fun so we've fact. been friends for, we've been friends for how old are longer we? than, uh, I don't know, 51. 51. Yeah. So it's been, it's a been, long a, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. 37 years. There we go. I just did the quick, I just did the a quick math. Time. No calculator. Well, good for you. Yeah. We'll be awesome. Doing. Um, abacus. Yeah. Right. Abacus. We used those back then, by the way, we had typing class and we're all very good typers. Just I was like, going to say, that's how I learned on a typewriter. 
Yes. So we go way back. And one uh, congruent thing about our relationship is that we have always been each other's champion. And that's another thing. And we've talked about this. You definitely want to surround yourself with people who are like that, because it's one thing for people to say, well, you know, you might get hurt or, or maybe you shouldn't do that. Like I get it to a certain degree, but you really want people who listen to maybe sometimes it sounds like you're wild stuff you're doing and outlandish. And I don't mean jumping off a bridge. I mean, like for her, she's working full time. It's a very stressful job. It's very demanding. She is a wife. She is a mother of two, the whole thing. And she's going to do her PhD. Not once did I ever say, that's a stupid idea. You can't do that. Can you imagine? But that's the thing. We, we have always done that for each other, but this is a very exciting part of her life. And I get to share in it that She's had all these changes brewing. And let me tell you, from a complete bystander and watching the whole thing firsthand, all these little shifts, she they have culminated. And now she's literally, it's literally like a book was written and her dream is coming true. But it's because she did the work and because she saw it first. So let's start with, where are you going on Monday, Christine? Well, Kathy, now that you ask, I actually am relocating. Um, A dream of mine has always been to live at the beach. I'm a Jersey girl through and through Jersey Shore. Love it. Love it. Totally love it. Um, So I am moving to the beach in South Carolina on Monday. So going right now I'm in Vermont. I live in South Burlington, Vermont. And I'm making a drastic change and moving down to South Carolina on Monday. And you already got your license there, correct? To practice. So I, so I yep. So I actually, um, and that was another thing. I was very hesitant to apply for a job because I was nervous and had anxiety because I didn't have a license in South Carolina and I was, hadn't even applied for it yet. So, and I can remember uh, my husband telling me, you need to apply for jobs. He's like, his thing is, is, you know, women only apply for jobs that they're 60% qualified for where men or no, where they're only 100% and men uh, apply for ones that they're 60%. He's like, what are you waiting for? And then I can remember Marco Poloing Kathy and Kathy said the same thing. So, you know, so that I had this anxiety, I made this little shift and took one step and applied for jobs. And I, the first job I interviewed at, I I got. So, um, yeah, so that's like a huge thing. And I was so super anxious about having to talk to a a potential employer about not having my license yet. Not, you know, and they were like the next day after the interview, they called me, they're like in the morning, they were like, we love you. We want you to work. I mean, I got my letter that day and I didn't have a license at that time, but they were like, whatever, you know, but yeah, that's very exciting. Yeah. So. And that's right. And that's the thing. It, it just, just a, a note. It's the only reason she didn't have her license yet. She did the application. She was just waiting on the paperwork. It's not like she had to redo everything. It's more of a reciprocal, right? From state to state. Yeah. yeah. From state to and state. So she was just waiting, but I totally get it. And that could have stopped her in her tracks. And, mm-hmm. and this job that she's supposed, supposed to start Literally, it sounds like a dream as, as far as for what she does professionally and with all the experience she has. So can you imagine if she let that stop her from just applying? But she didn't because 
she stopped herself and said, wait a second, I'm already living my dream, living by the beach. Of course I have a great job. That's how it is. And look what happened. So like I said, it's been so incredibly fun to be part of your journey, one, by being your friend, but watching it. And, you know, one thing I've always loved, I love when people win. You know, I love when people do what they want to do. That's why I'm doing this podcast to help other people realize you can do all these things. And the thing about anxiety, and I just want to bring it to the broader scope of the world right now, without getting into too much detail, as we all can agree, the world is pretty cuckoo crazy right now. And there's a lot of uncertainties and it breeds anxiety in people who maybe don't even necessarily have regular anxiety. It's just the nature of chaos and everything going on. And if you think about this principle about seeing things first, even like the little daily stuff, I mean, I have people I know, they don't want to leave the house or they're afraid to go somewhere or they're afraid to travel. And and don't get me wrong. Some of those may be true for a health problem or something like that, but a lot of it's the anxiety of the unknown of the change because they've been kind of homebound and kind of their town bound for quite some time now. So even the little tasks of, of seeing yourself on an airplane, seeing yourself on a trip, seeing yourself, it all goes off totally smoothly. It's, it's huge. You can really apply this such a simplistic principle to really anything that you may get anxiety, anxiety over when you're going to do a change. And I think you and I can agree, Christine, every day is changing, right? Every day is changing. And I just don't mean the world. I mean, in your life, life is not stagnant. So you can get anxiety about a lot of things. And, and this is such an incredible, dare I say, little secret, which really isn't, but it is that she has shared with us that you can apply to anything you're doing. And it's just, it's just incredible. Your, your story is incredible. And I love that you walk the walk, talk the talk. There's not a lot of people like that. And it's, you know, and it's, 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 it's challenging because, you know, you, you want to be on the couch, not doing anything because that's safe. Right. But that anxiety is crippling. And I always, I always say, I have a daughter that has extreme anxiety. I have a husband that's anxious, very anxious. And I just say, it's, let's put that energy where like into a good use. It's like wasted energy. And you said it, perfectly that everybody is feeling anxiety, especially nowadays, afraid to do anything. So if you can imagine yourself on that airplane, or you can imagine yourself, you know, walking along and, and, and saying hi to somebody or, you know, I don't know, I just I feel like we need that as a as a human race, like we really need people to be more positive and less anxious. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I know it's easier said than done, but small steps, right? That's what, that's what your podcast is all about. Right. Um, you know, the small shifts and one of them can be just, it's that mindset and it's just right. thinking it's already done. I've done it. Yeah. And that, and that's huge. So a couple of things I want to comment on when you said about anxiety, there's so much of that energy and redirecting it to something positive. That is huge. That's absolutely huge because we can all look back in a time we've been anxious about something, whatever it is, it's a tremendous amount of energy. Sometimes it's so much energy, you sweat or, you know, you get a twitch because it's, it's your body. It's so much energy coming from the mind into the body. And dear Lord, what a superpower, right? If you can direct that to something productive and 
visualizing the outcome, the way you want the win, talk about directing the energy. <laughs> That's fantastic. And the, and the other thing too, about the human race, I mean, you know, that's another reason why we're, where we're sitting here talking, you know, we all need some help. I talked about that in my last podcast and sometimes people just need to hear these things and to hear it, not just from me, but from someone like yourself who is qualified professionally and living that life. That's huge. And sometimes that's enough for them to unlock what is stopping them and maybe just start to think it already happened and get them off the couch and get them doing what they're doing. So let's talk any more comments. What else do you have to tell to me? What else do I have to tell you? Uh, I wanted to, I was thinking about your past podcasts and just how they can all be linked together. I think about um, Alex, I believe it was Alex Mm -hmm. from Abu Dhabi. She had this thought and didn't think she could do it, but she, you know, started making this little changes and you know, she didn't know it was going to happen. And she felt really had that anxiety about not going back to school, you know, to teach. And, but she did it, I think about, you know, Tony and being blind and having her anxieties, but she just, you know, she wanted to run and, and want to ask you to run with her. You know, I just think about all of your podcasts and they all can come right into this one where, you know, if you have the anxiety think about it in a positive way or as if it's already finished, like, you know, your past guests and the things that you've talked about, even the one from Montana, you know, people were thinking, you know, I have a better life here, even though it was not, it was a, it was a great life for them. And we would look at it and be like, wow, working in the mines, but they were like, this is a better life. Right. I have a better life. And it's really just that mindset. Right. Um, and, and I've talked about before, you know, willpower can only get you so far. I'm not the only one to say that, but it's the mindset, yep. the mind shift that will take you the long run. And it starts with seeing it as it's already done. And that's so done. incredibly simple yet powerful, but like anything else, you have to do it consistently. Then it becomes second nature, right? So any Absolutely. parting words for, for our lovely listeners out there, Christine? Um, so one of the things that I would say is if you want, okay, how can I do this? How can I make this a reality? Get yourself a notebook and write in it 10 things that you have already accomplished. And they're the dreams, you know, I want to live at the, I own a home at the ocean. I completed my PhD. I'm an amazing wife. I'm an amazing friend. You know, I'm an awesome mother. Those are mine. You know, I'm happy, happy and healthy in my body. I'm anxiety free and just 10 things every single day. And then also think about things that you're grateful for. You know, I'm very grateful for my friendship with Kathy. I'm grateful for my children, you know, find a couple of things that you're really grateful for in the moment. But I, that would be my parting words on how to get going on this. And that is wonderful because literally get your journals out and start writing, do what she says, because this will help you. And this will just continue you on your path to your goals and dreams. Well, I have to tell you, Christine, Chrissy K, I am (laughs) so very grateful and thankful for your friendship and for coming on our show and talking with me. So thank you so much. Well, thank you for having me. And I too am very grateful for our friendship. I love you dearly. I love you too. And where can we find you on Instagram, Christine? Um, well, you can find me on Instagram at snowflakes, mommy. Um, 
just like it says, one word, Snowflakes Mommy. Um, and then I'm also Christine Kupcha on Facebook and um, send me a friend request. I try to post things sometimes inspirational and then sometimes you can just see what I'm doing. So that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. So everybody check her out and she will definitely be back on her show. Christine, thank you so much. And for everyone out there, thanks for listening. And until thank next you. time, take care. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the five degrees to your future podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a future episode. And please leave a rating for the podcast as well. You can follow Dr. Kathy Hunter on Instagram at Kathy Hunter Glover. And until next time, enjoy the journey.